Welcome to Resilience Unraveled, a series of podcasts helping you produce performance on purpose. For more information, go to our site qedod.com forward slash podcasts. We hope you enjoy today's episode. So today I'm really excited to talk to Claire Caradice, who's um, a colleague of mine, uh, which she and I have collaborated on a project together. And um, Claire, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Russell. How are you? I'm gorgeous. Where, where on earth in the world are you today? I am in Port Elizabeth in um, South Africa. Right. That sounds great. It sounds, sounds very exotic. Uh, I wouldn't quite call it exotic, but it is a beautiful place. It has the sea, so it's lovely. Fantastic. And I love your accent. It's just lovely to listen to. So for, for, for people listening in, it's nice to hear a different sort of accent for a change, isn't it? <laughs> change is as good as a holiday. Yes. So Claire, tell me all about yourself. What, how would you describe yourself and what you do if someone asked you at a dinner party? What would you tell them? Uh, well, basically, Russell, um, my life is very centered around work at the moment. Um, I started a business about one and a half years ago. And um, what I do is content uh, writing and marketing. Um, so it's all about online marketing and um, getting traffic to websites through content. Wow, so very modern. Yes, it is. It's, um, it's, uh, well, firstly, you know, in South Africa, it's, it's, it's probably, yeah, it's not very well heard of. Um, and certainly where I am in Port Elizabeth, um, I don't have any competitors at the moment that I know of. So, so in a sort of typical week, if there is such a thing, what would you find yourself doing? Well, at this stage, uh, there's, it would be a lot of social media management um, and a lot of writing, uh, tons of writing, and writing search engine optimized content for clients, a lot of research, um, because it's all about content on their website that is increasing their traffic and drawing people to, to their websites. Right. And you say you started the business uh, a year and a half ago? Yes. So what, what led up to, because you know, starting a business is interesting, isn't it? So what led up to that decision? Well, it was quite interesting because um, I, I was working for a, um, a very well-known conglomerate um, in the IT industry and... I was working for them for about seven years, but after about four years, um, I started getting a bit bored, <laughs> and um, and I've always had this desire to have my own business, but um, also about seven years ago, at the same time that I was in this company, I started uh, internet marketing, and I went into affiliate marketing, actually. I had no idea about websites and all the technicalities. Um, absolutely nothing, but I learned from scratch, and that's kind of what what set me off on the journey. I uh, put up a lot of websites, which didn't work. I had lots of failures, and um, and then what happened was uh, the company, um, our unit, got bought out by another conglomerate, and we moved over, and we all kind of knew that we were going to be retrenched, right. and. So I held on and held on because I knew that I'd get a package at the end of the day and that would help me to launch um, my own business. 
Um, interestingly enough, that did happen and uh, off I went. I took a, I actually packed up my whole household and, um, well I didn't, I got rid of most of my stuff and, and uh, travelled all the way to Cape Town from Johannesburg. It's about, probably about a thousand kilometres. Um, with my bird and my dog and my trailer at the back with my few belongings right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and off I went and I made a new start um, in a place that I had always wanted to live in and then I started a business but um, it didn't work out actually and then I had lost all my money all my package that I had received from this company uh, when, when we got um, uh, what is the word? Yes, retrenched. Um, everything had run out and then I had to start from scratch and um, that's when I started this business and I started off doing um, something quite different to what I'm doing at the moment um, and then I started focusing on my, my positive, my really, uh, my strengths and that is what led me to uh, content marketing. So that's really interesting because you've, you've gone through quite a lot of ups and downs in that. Definitely, definitely Russell, it was very hard, it was very hard. So, 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 so let's just go back over that, so you decided, you decided you wanted to have your own business all those years ago, once you're working in this IT firm, so yes. what, what was the attraction, because I think a lot of people have a romantic notion about what having their own business means, don't they? Mm. No, they, they definitely do, and it doesn't, most of the time it doesn't go that way, um, for me, it was the realization, um, I've always had quite an innovative way of thinking and um, that led me to kind of fighting with companies for their own good, um, but it, it got frustrating after a while and, you know, I just thought, well, I should really be doing my own thing because... I've got the thinking for it and um, I'm innovative and I can use what, what I want to and what I've learned in, into my own business and I don't have all this red tape um, and people blocking me all the time. You know, in big companies, that's what happens. Right. So you put your money where your, where your mouth was in a funny sort of way. I did. I did. And that's interesting because a lot of people stick in a job they hate and, they're, and they're miserable, aren't they? And and, and but they stick there for the money or the security or the or whatever the, the reason is, and they and they sort of they get into this victim state where they say, well, I have no choice but to be miserable because I can't afford to leave. I can't afford to do what I want. So what would you yes. say to people like that? Well, firstly, stop making excuses. Mm -hmm. um, but very, very, um, very big element here is don't be foolish. While you're in your job um, that you hate. Prepare, Good. prepare to leave and um, create goals and, um, you know, your vision, you must have a vision and then decide um, how you're going to get there. So you can't just have a vision um, without any plans and if you don't really know what you would like to do, is just have a vision in your mind because what happens is your brain starts accommodating that vision and starts working out how it can achieve it for you. Yes. Um, they do, say, they do say a vision without a plan is a dream, don't they? That's it, yes. So you have so to have that plan as well, don't you? Yes, at some point you've got to do the planning and you've got to break it down into daily tasks. What can you do every single day to bring you closer to your goal? Right. So it becomes a very practical set of steps which become manageable. That's what you're saying, I suppose, isn't it? 
Yes, and um, also, you know, something worth mentioning is that if a person is not um, self-disciplined, if they know that they wouldn't be able to work from home and get up at a certain time and do what they need to do, I would not advise going into your own business either. Yes, it's interesting, isn't it? A lot of people see having a, their own business as sort of retiring in a way, isn't it? It's quite, it's quite odd. And I read some interesting articles that say sometimes it's better if you're not suited to running your own business, just enjoy being in a job and go and get a better job. But there's no, there's no reason for you to sit in a job and be really miserable about it. No, and um, you know, if that is the case, and you, for some other reason, you you don't want to leave or whatever, then. Um, Change your thinking because if you start thinking about your employer as not as employer but as a client, that also really helps. So in my darkest times working for somebody, I would treat that that employer as a, as a client and that really helped. Yes, but I suppose that's because you had an idea of what a client was and I'm just thinking I, I was talking to an organization really and the people have been working there 26 27 28 years they've got it's very comfortable they're going to stay there for the rest of their lives they're very very miserable but mm. it's it's they're into this sort of fur-lined rut and there would be no way I don't think they can actually understand what a client would be yeah that's possibly true and I think um, service especially is something um, that is sometimes not very well understood. Um, I think, I think uh, in America it might be, it might be best understood in America. South Africa, uh, not, not so much. Um, so I hear, yeah, I, I, I can hear your not. bird. Sorry to interrupt. I can hear your bird. Oh, I can't even hear my bird. Oh, I thought I could hear. You. I was really <laughs> excited there. Sorry, I interrupted you with the excitement of hearing a real bird. <laughs> It's an African grey, by the way. I, was really, I normally just see them cooked on a plate, so sorry about that. So I shouldn't have run on that level. Apologies. So, so you talked about then going into business and then having all this money and then losing it all. So that, but then surely if you've got a plan and a dream and a objectives and, a, and all the things you said, what, what went wrong? Well, um, what went wrong is that I was busy doing something. Um, I went into the health industry right. and um, I think, you know, well, I know being a very spiritual person, um, that makes a huge difference in my life because I would say um, that for me that wasn't the plan. It wasn't the plan to... Um, it wasn't the higher plan to be in the health industry Um, and it was the plan, maybe not my plan at the time um, but the plan was for me to be where I am now because now I am flourishing whereas I wasn't flourishing in that industry it just wasn't the right place for me to be so there's also there's also that element um not not every time you make a plan will it will you succeed um but that is also part of entrepreneurship and a lot of entrepreneurs actually most entrepreneurs have failed um the richard bransons all of them they have all failed but we don't get to hear about those failures because we only get to hear about them when they have, have success. Yes. In fact, it isn't, isn't just entrepreneurs. It's anyone that manages a department or, you know, yeah. work, work in a call center, whatever. You know, you can, you can have a plan. You can have, and then it, 
was it a general pattern once said a plan's only as good as until the moment you start it or something and then you know everything can go everything can go wrong can't it mm, it can definitely mm. but that's all part of the process it's part of learning um, in what would have happened if I had stayed in the health industry where would I be today uh, compared to what I'm doing now I love what I do now and it's uh, I've lost a lot of interest in the health industry so you know you can see that it wasn't meant to be so when you were when you were so and without getting too um, um, th um, profound about it but at the moment you were you know right at the bottom you know you'd lost all the money you were sitting there probably quite upset about it what, mm -hmm. was the, what was the thing that helped you what was the thing that helped you begin the process of bouncing back how did you begin to turn things around was there a, like a moment or a something happened or how, how would you how would you articulate what happened with you Whew, um, I think what really got me through it was uh, faith in God uh, I've got to be honest that uh, I'm sure I don't think I would have been able to get very far without that because what do you do when you've got nothing and it's all just nothing's happening you can expect what's going to happen if you don't have any money coming in yeah um so what do you do then you've got to have something to hold on to right you've got to have some kind of hope when there yes. isn't any hope yes um, but you've also got to, at the same time, you, you can't just sit there. And I think with me, it was, it was my faith in God and it was also um, doing things, doing what I could. So I was, I was doing everything that I could to make money. So even if it was uh, writing recipes <laughs> for, for companies, I would, do, I would do whatever it would take to to get money so that I wasn't, that I wouldn't stay in that situation. So yes. there again, it's action. You've got to take action. So, um, so what you're telling me is actually, you didn't just sit there and mope, you actually just worked. And you did anything that came along, I suppose, by the sense of it. Yes. Look, I was moping, but at the same time, I thought, well, if you want to get out of this, yeah. you've got to, uh, nobody's going to do it for you. So you do what needs to be done. And even... I started working for a very small amount, a very small fee, um, and uh, but a year and a half later, my fee has—it's uh, more than tripled um, because because I've worked and I've worked to improve myself and and um, to improve the results of my clients. So no, I didn't just sit there and, and wait for things to fall into my lap. Now that's very interesting because it's a it's a it's a thing I hear said time and time and time again. When you're in your deepest you know deepest moments, you just mm. do it. You do anything. It's almost as if when you're really down, you lose the will to do anything. So doing something, whatever it is, helps you rebuild. Helps you move forward. Yes. So you, yes. you use the words take action. Um, yes. So and, and I suppose you just took you just whatever the job is, you just take it. You just get on with it. You just do it, yeah. You just do it, and you work and you work until you get until you get some money coming in. Yeah, now you've used a you've used a very interesting work there, word there, which I'm very fond of, and it's the word work. And um, I I talk about this a lot, which is this idea of um, welcome to the new you know overnight sensation, and no one knows that behind that overnight sensation was 15 years of real hard work. 
And it's the same whether you become a chief executive or a sales director or a head of department. It takes work to get where you need to go. It's not, it's not just luck and talent. I mean, you can have talents, but if you don't link it to work, that doesn't, nothing comes of that, does it? Uh, true, and I've always maintained as well that you can have the best education in the world, yeah. but it doesn't come close to having the best attitude, right. because you're, if, if you don't have the attitude with that education, you're still not going to get anywhere. So, how, so Claire, how would, you, how would you build the right attitude? How do you create that attitude? Because I'm, I'm guessing it's not something it's, you just invent, it's something you have to work at, I'm, I'm assuming. You do have to work at it, Russell, because um, firstly, a lot of people are very resistant to change, and um, they don't—they don't want to change um, things for themselves. And in fact, there's only about ten uh, percent of people who achieve their goals and their dreams in life, and it's because they're not prepared to put in the work. And changing your mentality means that you need to go and you need to go and research. How do you? If you've got a problem with fear, for instance, how do you change that um, that fear? What do you need to do? And then you have to make it a habit. Um, it's definitely it's not it's not easy at all. Yeah, it, it isn't, is it? And I think I think what's interesting about the world we live in is that increasingly over the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years, we're going to be becoming more and more interested in the brain and mm -hmm. how we think, how we use it. As as we as we conquer other physiological conditions, you know, um, mm. I'm not saying conquer them, but at least get a handle on them. I think we're going to look at some of the the big the, you know, the depression, mental health issues, and I think mm. it's I think it's important. And learning to think, learning to build your capacity to improve your cognition, I think is is an, is, is going to be a key key thing moving forward. And so yeah. building building your attitude, I think, is part of that, isn't it? It definitely is. I do think, though, that there will always be um, the 10% to achieve and the 90% who don't because, um, yeah, most people are not prepared to put in that work, even if they do become aware of um, how the brain works and how they can make improvements to but, themselves. But that's interesting because you're talking about a specific sort of 10%. So, for example, if you work in a on a factory production line and you go to work and you do your job and you have a life and you raise kids, that's achievement in its own sense. You know, when we're talking about achievement, we're not talking about always having to be this chief exec or becoming an entrepreneur, no. anyway. We're yeah, talking no. about just being happy in your life. That's enough that's, sometimes, isn't it? Absolutely. And um, you know, we all, some of us tend to chase things, but um, you can be happy with, with you know, with uh, you, your goal can be to become a mother. Um, and that can make you happy, and as long as you're happy, that's great. Yeah, I, I have to say that's not a goal I'd ever have for myself, but um, <laughs> I, I, I get your point. <laughs> so, um, so what's the future hold for you, Claire? Well, I am very excited. My business is flourishing um, at the moment, and I'm excited for the future, and I'm excited to finally start growing um, the business now. So instead of just having myself, actually start employing other people to work for me. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting too. So how will you, how do you think you're going to, um, how will you look for someone to join your company? How, what, what, what will you be looking for? Well, actually, I do have uh, somebody already. All right. And, um, but it's just, just brand new. It's just started. 
And um, what I look for is excellence. I look for excellence in attitude. I don't, I don't so much care about your skill because I can teach you that. But if you don't have the attitude of um, wanting to excel and be excellent in what you do, then I'm not interested in you at all. Right. So that's interesting. So you don't believe you can learn that? No. Well, you can learn it, but as I say, that's the, the 10% thing. 10% want to learn it and the 90% don't. And I guess it's also it's different for a very small business as well because you have to, you can't take a risk on on that sort of a person because you have to have someone who can, who can just be completely independent and get on and do work without supervision. So it's a, diff it's a different way of thinking about hiring than a large company, for example. Yes, definitely, yeah. Mm, interesting. So, for those of you who might have seen this name before, some of you might have twigged that Claire and I uh, collaborated on a book called, or, or e-book called Resilience Unraveled. And um, I, th I certainly enjoyed uh, collaborating with you on that. When I say collaborating, um, I, I know you did more than the lion's share on that, just so we're clear. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you, are you also going to push forward with the writing career? Because obviously, we're, you know, we're definitely going to be working together again in the future. But is that still okay. part of your plan? Or you're not going to outsource that all to your new person, are you? No, 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 no. Um, what is happening is that I'm doing, look, writing, um, people think of writing generally as, you know, just writing, but the kind of writing that that my business does is not that. It's, it's, there's a lot involved. There's target audience research and um, search engine optimization. There's a lot. It's very complex. Um, so you can't just uh, give that out to just anybody. So I'll be sticking with that, but um, starting them on simpler things and then um, getting the groundwork, you know, so they can do the research and things like that, and then sending it on to me and I do the editing and, and um, make it look best. Fantastic. So if people want to get in touch with you, Claire, how, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, I think the best way is probably to go onto my website. Um, it's virtualbusinesssolutions.biz, not .biz, not .com. Huh? But virtualbusinesssolutions.biz, B-I-Z. B-I-Z, good. Or B-I-Z yeah. for some parts of the world. Very good. good. And, uh, and they can find out all they need to find out from you on there. Yes, absolutely. And there's a contact form. And uh, believe it or not, if you actually complete that contact form, I get back to you within 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's very rare for, for us to happen. But actually... Um, I, you know, I can absolutely vouch for Claire's work because you know we work together, and uh, and you work for as as a freelance for us, and that, it's a very tough life being a freelance because you're only ever as good as your last gig, and we keep sending you new things to do for us, don't you? And I love him. I love it. Thank so you. We've done all sorts of things. Claire and I famously have talked a lot about coffee and alkaline diets <laughs> and such like over the course of time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Claire, it's been an absolute joy. It's really interesting. I've taken a couple of really interesting points from your, your, your conversation today. And I really like what you talked about in terms of attitude. I think that's quite interesting. And, and you know, and it really has a resonance with me, this thing about the taking action thing. I think, um, I, you know, I've recently gone through something, you know, quite difficult myself. And I think it's this idea of just doing something. Do anything. Just do something. Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. as long, and as long as you know broadly where you're going, it, you have a habit of heading in the right direction. It's, I think it's if you don't know where you're going, whatever you're doing doesn't seem to have a lot of purpose if you're not careful, isn't it? Yes, and that's the saddest thing. That is very sad. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. clairecaradise.biz. No, sorry, it's uh, my mistake. It's, it's, it's the right website address again. Virtualbusinesssolutions.biz. Yeah, you see how well I listen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, it's been a joy. Hopefully we'll speak to you very, very soon. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to get to know you a little today. Thank you very much, Russell. It was great speaking to you. See you soon. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Resilience Unraveled helps you create performance on purpose. And you can find out more about us and resilience at qedod.com forward slash resilience. Or listen to more of our podcasts. You can also find out more about our courses, our webinars, and free resources like ebooks and paid for courses at qedod.com. Otherwise, we hope you can enjoy more of our podcasts in the future.